your faith when others are praying for you. You mean tell me I gotta pray for you and pray that your faith can, can stand while we praying that you will believe? No, you gotta have some word in you so you can believe that when I'm praying to God, you know the God I'm praying for and you know that if I'm praying, I'm praying the will of God and you know that if I'm praying the will of God, the Bible says God hears me and He, you know that when I'm praying the will of God and God hears me, that he said I have what I ask him of. Mm -hmm. That's the word of God. That's the sequence of it. I'm praying the will of God. He hears me and because he hears me, he answers me. James said, James 2 and 14, what good is it, my brother and sister? James 2 and 14, what good is it, my brother and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? I'm reading from the New International Version. Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed but does nothing about their physical need what good is it in the same way faith by itself if it is not accompanied by actions is dead verse 18 but someone will say you have faith and I have deeds mm -hmm. show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds you believe that there is one God? Good. <laughs> Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together. You see that? Faith and action works together. Faith and action works together. And his faith was made complete by what he did. He took Isaac, laid him on the altar. He did the He took it all away. God said, I want you to sacrifice. And he was getting ready to sacrifice his son yes. because he believed God so much. Yes. Now, what made it challenging, he was the son that he promised him in his old age. And God turned around and said, sacrifice him. Abraham believed God so much that if his son was the key to having star number of children as the stars and the sand, that God must was going to raise Isaac up. Yes. So he went through the action. 
He took him to the to the mountain. He took the wood. He walked out there. He tied him up. He laid him on the altar. He lifted up his hand, was getting ready to kill him on the altar. And God said, hold up, Abraham. Now I know you believe me. You was willing to go and take his life. Look over there. I got an offering for you instead of killing your son, I promise. And he took the ox and laid him on the altar and sacrificed. The ox in place of the son. Why? Because God yeah. provided a way out. That's how he did with Jesus. When you without sin, when you were when all your hope was lost, when you was in your sin, when you were dirty down and, and, and nobody wanted to do with you, Christ came and died for you. The scripture said he died for the ungodly. When you was cussing him out. When he knew you would talk bad about other believers, when you would, you when you would, when you would be like Paul, like Paul was to those in the early church, yes. hunting them down, lying on them, tying them up, taking them to, to the prisoners to put them in jail. Yes. Mm -hmm. Christ came and died. Isn't that amazing? I see that right there gives you hope too. I mean. All through the Bible, it gives you hope of the different stories that we read. But that gives you hope. Here, Paul was persecuting the saints. And we look at, today, we look at a person, if they were persecuting the saints, or if they uh, committed adultery, or if they were getting fornicated, if they were doing stuff and they saved, and then to give their life, mm -hmm. we still look at them as if they have a scarlet letter on them. Mm -hmm. That right there, Paul, being Look. the one who crucified the saints, brought many to keep brought, crucified. Yeah, yes, brought many. Yes. yes. And so I'm just saying that that gives you hope That's that good. you have not messed up so bad that God has not for, that He would not forgive you. You have not messed up so bad that God don't look at your situation and say, "Oh, that's nothing." That you have not messed up so bad that God uh, looks at you and you think that you just stanked in his eyes. But God said, because I died for you, I saw purpose in you even yes. before, you know, even before yes. the cross. I saw. I saw where you were sleeping. Yes. I saw who he was cussing out. Yes. I saw your lying. I saw your cheating. I saw your drug addict behavior. Yes. I saw you miss your thieving and robbing and stealing and lying and cussing. Yes. I saw it all. Yes, yes. But God, that, that's faith. Right there to believe God even in the midst of all of your nastiness and your junk and your stuff. That even when other people look at us and look at us as junk or our stuff being still nasty and stank, that God said, I, I have a plan for you. Yes. And that's it. You, and you gotta stay right there. Stay right there. I don't care what you're encountering in it's your there. life. God has a plan. If he's, if he's giving you the word, 
There is, see, he don't tell you what you got to go through to get to where he said it, but you got to walk with him through it. You got to, you got to, all objections to it, all your, your, your internal feelings of what you, with, with the world or with, with, with people, with your intellect says, you supposed to feel this way. No, no, you got to, you got to throw off all those objections to what God said. And you got to say, because God said it. I know my flesh wanted to do this, but God said this. So I got to begin to walk in what God said so that I can see it all. I can't be the hindrance to my own answer. And I can live contrary to the call that will stop what God wants to do in my life if I don't fulfill my faith action. That makes sense? Yes. My decisions change when I walk in faith mm -hmm. because now I'm believing what God says over what I say, Amen. over what people say, over what I hear, over what I'm feeling. I believe what God said. My mindset changed. I don't react or respond the way I, what, the way the flesh wants you to, the way people want you to res, res, respond or react. I choose because I'm a believer. I have to act the way the Bible tells me to act. I got to respond the way the Bible tells me to respond. I treat people the way the scripture tells me. I, I know people may lie on you, but you can't cuss them out. You got to just say, Lord, bless them. Lord, touch their heart. Lord, deal with them. Lord, I give them in your hand. And you got to keep your focus on where you're trying to get. You got to keep your focus on what you want from God, what God said. You got to keep your eyes on what you saw or far off. Like Abraham, I see it afar off. I see Canaan. I may not get there. I may not reap the blessings, the wells that were dig, and I didn't have to do it. I may not eat the fruit. I may not eat the grapes, but I can see it. Yeah. And what I like about it so much, when Jacob died, he saw it so much. You get that? <laughs> that he told his kids that when y'all leave out of Egypt, dig up my bones and take them with you into the promised land. His faith was so strong that he knew that if they just stood and believed God in it, they would get there. And he didn't want his bones to be left in Egypt. Boy, that's a, that's a lot, right? That, that says a lot. He died in the faith. Yeah. I believe he's going to bring us there. So much that you're going to take my bones when we go and bury me in the promised land. My goodness, my goodness. See, God ain't going to leave you out there nowhere. Not even your bones. Like that. He believed it. See, that's, see, he believed, see, you can't look at what you're experiencing in this faith life, in this faith walk, you can't look at the natural stuff. You got to see it with, against all odds, against all objections, against all voices, against all your feelings, all your emotions, against your all your diagnosis, all your, 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 your issues that you have in your body, your flesh, all your, your in, internal unctions, all your cravings, all your sinful desire, in spite of all that, My you got to see it afar off, and your actions got to correspond to that. Let's look at Noah. <laughs> Genesis 6, chapter, beginning at the first verse. 
Hebrews 11 hinted at what Moses was was doing. I mean, Noah, Hebrews 11 and 6 talk about how Noah, being warned of God, moved with fear. So let's look at what took place at Noah's time that he was moved in fear and what caught God's attention when he used him to do what he wanted to do. Verse 1, and it came to pass when men, you listen to this, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. We'll talk about that another day. And the Lord said, my spirit, this is the Lord having this conversation, I guess, with Jesus and the Holy Ghost. My spirit shall not strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. Mm -hmm. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That sounds like what goes on today. But didn't Jesus say that as the days of Noah was, so shall it be when, a, when he returned? That's what he said. We're going down the same path. You got to step back and look at what we see in the earth. Yeah. That's a sign that Jesus is coming back. Let's read on. Verse 6, and it re because of verse 5, verse 6 says, And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and of the creeping things, and the fowls of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. I will destroy. Why? Because they thought of evil continually in their heart. They came up with creative ways to commit sin. Mm -hmm. And it was filthy and nasty to God. <clears throat> Not that they were. It was the sin. It was the nastiness. that they, The wickedness that they partook of. That God hated. And he judged it. After all of that, look with verse 8. It, at verse 7 ended, for it repented me that I have made them. Verse 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now, what blessed me, I'm going to stop and then I'm going to read on about this. He just read what caused him to want to destroy all living kind on the earth. Mm -hmm. And then he threw in a but. <laughs> As to say, Noah was the only righteous man living during this time. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Mm -hmm. These are the generation of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah did what? Walked with God. Yes. 
You want to find grace? Here's, here's, here's a key faith walk. Here's another set. When you walk a walk of a faith walk, you will find grace with God. He'll give you, he'll communicate with you secret things. He'll reveal to you conversations that go on in heaven when you're in right alignment with him. Wow. He'll show you things to come. He won't let you be caught off guard. He revealed to you those things. Why? Why? Because you found grace and favor. Well, how do I find grace and favor? I have to be a just person. I have to I have to walk before the Lord, a life that is ex exemplified in holiness and sanctification. I got to be different than what the wickedness of the world says I can be. I can't do what the world wants me to do. Well, brother, now you're talking stuff that I said, you saying I shouldn't be like the world. Well, what is the world? The things that the world does that does not please God, those are the things that you should not do. Well, what is that? Sinful things. Things that don't, don't add any value to the kingdom of God, that don't bring no glory to God. Noah walked with God. Verse 10. And Noah beget three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. Did you hear that? And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh, here's that secret communication is come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them and behold I will destroy them with the earth you get that wow. make thee an ark of gopher wood room shall thou make in the ark and shall pitch it within and without with pitch and this is the fashion which thou shalt make of it the length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, the breadth of it 50 cubits, and the height of it 30 cubits. And a window shall thou make to the ark, one window, and in a cubit shall thou finish it about. And the door of the ark shall thou set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third storage shall thou make it. Specifically, verse 17, and behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life from under heaven and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee, here it is again, will I establish my covenant. That sounds like something he told Abraham. Yeah. <coughs> and Noah was before Abraham. Mm -hmm. With thee will I establish my covenant and thou shalt come into the ark Thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shall thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female, of fowls after their kind, cattle after their kind, every creeping thing of the earth after his kind. Two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee. And it shall be for food for thee and for them. 
Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. He never saw it. Hebrews 11 and 7 said, God warned him of something that he was going to do that no one had ever seen before. That's what Hebrews 11 and 7 talks about. And then here it talks about, and Noah did everything God commanded him to do. Yeah.